right now, the outlook for the 4th of July looks a bit more humid, but not much in the way of any chance of precipitation. And we like that because the 38th WILI, July 4th Boombox Parade, will be stepping off at 11 o'clock from Jilson Square going down west to Memorial Park. And to talk about that, I have the parade daughter, Annie Clark is here. We've got Charlie O'Brien from the Wyndham Rec Department and Wyndham Willimantic Fire Chief Mark Scrivener here today. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Annie, i got to start with you because your mama started this whole idea. People like to give me credit for this. I deflect it right back to your mom. Yep. What a legacy for your mom in this town to have such a big event. Aren't, you is. must be pretty proud. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Sometimes I get talking about it at work to all the different patrons and I have to rein myself in at this time of year so that I don't get in trouble for talking too much at work because <laughs> I'm everybody I check out I'm like are you coming to the parade <laughs> and you'd be surprised how many people still say what parade and I'm like well, okay we gotta we gotta fix this you know so <laughs> when people ask you about this parade including once from outside this area and how the thing came about what do you tell them about your mom's role in this thing? Well, I tell them that she she taped the music originally. Cassette that, tape. Yep, and that she was protesting the lack of a marching band at the high school. And her protest turned into an awful lot of fun. And it certainly was. First parade, 44 minutes in 1986, and it's got a lot longer since that time. Charlie O'Brien from the Wyndham Rec Department joins us for today. Charlie, for the folks that are coming to the parade, either the marchers or the watchers, what do they have to know? Uh, so if you're going to come and have a float or march in the parade, uh, we're going to be lining people up on Jilson Square. Um, we will start at 9 a.m., um, we ask everybody to come in through the Valley Street entrance. Please do not try to come in through Main Street. That will be blocked off. We're going to reroute you. You're going to be a little aggravated, for a better word. And um, you'll be greeted by me. I will be on that side. Um, I, I need to make this very, very clear to everybody. If you are marching and your vehicle is not in the parade, please do not try to park in the community center parking lot that is not what we're having if you happen to have your um have a handicap placard or anything like that i will absolutely let you in but if you're just dropping somebody off or the other line i always get is but we need to set everybody up find another spot walk in we'll have a special spot for marchers however if you have a vehicle come on in and we'll direct you uh the whole crew is going to be out we're we're looking forward to this um and we'll get you a, a spot um and uh you know definitely get there early you know don't wait till uh, 10 45 to try to line up and we brought the willimantic fire chief mark scrivener in this morning because of the safety aspect of the parade Mark, we try to make this a no-rules parade, but in 2011, we had to kind of back off that little bit. We don't call them rules. We call them safety guidelines, and just for one as a starter. Well, we would say no reckless operation of motor vehicles. <laughs> and we've had some of that. We had kids that were doing uh, high-speed 360s with their, you know, donuts with their motorcycles on the course, or people you know, going down Main Street on top of vehicles dressed as a gorilla, you know. Um, I... <laughs> This is a wonderful event, and it's fun, and it's high energy, and it's, and sometimes the high energy manifests in either 
some kind of unsafe, little foolish behavior, or Charlie and Tara take a beating at the beginning, you know, with people wanting to get to where they want to get to, you know. And so um, we, I come into the picture to kind of remind people to, to, to use a little sense with what they're planning for the parade. And when we sit here every year, I also like to say, be nice to Charlie and Tara, please. You know, don't swear at them. Don't give them the finger. Don't uh, get upset with them. Just follow the instructions. It's and whether those instructions are parking or whether those are instructions of us just trying to keep people on the parade route safe by not doing stupid things. It's right. their holiday, too, and they're working it. That's right. Be That's nice right. I could be doing worse things on the 4th of July. I mean, I do appreciate being nice to us. You should be a nice person in general, but um, it, it's a fun gig. Can't complain. Now, one thing that we had to uh, kind of rein in was the super soakers. And one of the reasons we had to do that was because we encourage, beg, if you will, people to bring radios to the parade. And sometimes the super soakers miss their target and radios become collateral damage. And we have a hard enough time getting people to get the message about bringing a radio because that provides the soundtrack for the parade. We play the marching band music, and then if the parade super soaker people get the radios wet, then people don't want to bring their radios. This is radios. an electronics parade, Wayne. And, you know, what the cool thing is, though, is there a parade just before this parade in Columbia. And I know a lot of people do both. So you go to Columbia with your super soaker, you have fun over there, and then you make a beeline for Willimantic and you get involved in this parade. You can do both if you're that ambitious. If you want to have that much fun, you can do both parades. Super soaker in Columbia, electronics in Willimantic. Yeah, I'm not able to go to the Columbia parade. I have other responsibilities that day. But as I understand it, the super soakers are okay out there. And, and a lot yeah. of people, especially firefighters, do both parades. It can be done if that's important to you. Now, the other very important thing has to do with no throwing of candy. And people hear that and they go, oh man, I want to give out candy. We didn't say you can't give out candy. But here's the problem, that so many people, and I've talked to people on the parade route, doesn't get through, that they throw the candy from the middle of the street, it gets halfway to the curb, right. and the six-year-old sees a Tootsie Roll out there sitting on the street and doesn't look both ways and sprints out to get it and there's somebody going by on a skateboard or a vendor or maybe a bicycle or even a walker. And you, Mark, you said you've seen a near miss yes. several times. Yeah, we had a young man that was yeah. run over a few years ago. Well, quite a few years ago now. Hey, look, we're saying no throwing of candy from vehicles. If you want to walk along the curb and throw candy into the crowd from that position, that's perfectly fine. If you throw it from the vehicle, it may not make it over the curb. The kids come into the street and there's a real risk of them getting run over. Nobody wants that to happen. Yes, and I had one woman about five years ago tell me that someone came over and handed their child candy. And the child said that made them feel special. Hmm. They weren't scrambling after it. They were handed the candy. So you can give out candy. Just don't throw it from either your vehicle or whatever your unit is that's going down Main Street. We're joined this morning also by the recreation director in the town of Wyndham. Tara Colexto is here today. Tara, you're you're a local girl. You grew up in town here. This parade is special, isn't it? For someone that's local to see what this parade has become. Uh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been to I like almost all of them, unless I've been out of the country or having a baby or something. <laughs> I've been to almost all of them. Those and are pretty it was, good excuses. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was like my mother's favorite day of the year. 
you know, she, if we didn't even want to go, you were going to this parade. It was like church, you know, like you <laughs> get your good clothes on, you're going to the parade, you know. So, yes, it's very, it's very special to me. It's very special, just like my reasons. Everybody in town has a reason why this parade is so special to them. And it's the people, because it's the people's parade. How do you sequence the parade? People line up at <laughs> Jilson Square, and probably everybody wants to go first. Sorry, I kind of get that role. But nonetheless, when people are lined up, how do you sequence them, you and Charlie sequence them, to come onto Main Street? Well, I mean, other than, you know, some really super important people, like, grand marshals or something um we just line you up as you get there i mean we we used to get there at like quarter to nine because we thought you know we we would tell people line up is at nine and there would already be you know 10 15 people just lined themselves up um so we get there pretty early now we try to beat the first person now but um we just we just start lining you up as you get there we keep walkers walking groups separate and we keep the big vehicles on the green and we just we literally get on the grass and you get right behind the person that got there before you. Simple as That's that. That's how it goes. Parade daughter, Annie Clark, would I be correct in saying that you've been to every boombox parade except the first one? No, unfortunately it wouldn't be quite that many. I'm trying to figure out, <clears throat> when you say it's 38, is that minus two years for COVID? One. Or one we did, year we did for virtual, COVID? We did virtual one year. Okay. Yeah. Which actually, so, under the circumstances, we made that work. Yeah. <laughs> so my son is 34. I have been that's to Owen. it 35 times. So when you see him this morning, that's that's a picture of how long we've been going. <laughs> big guy. Yeah, he is a big man. guy. Yeah. Took him a while to get that big. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I was just going to mention, along with Mark's concern for kids, a lot of people think their four-legged friends are their kids, and they really need to not come to the parade with them. It's hot. It's really hot. and um, The pavement's even hotter. The pavement is even hotter, and um, it, it, it's very hot, and it's very tough on the animals. The, the smell and the exhaust from the vehicles is right in their their headspace, and loud there's loud noises, and there's little kids that are strangers to them, and there's just sensory overload. Um, and to go through that sensory overload while your feet are burning, it's it's asking too much for them. So we ask that people please bring them to other events that aren't so cruel to their animals. That's a great point. People should remember that. Not just people walking in the parade, and I do see people with their dogs on leash walking down Main Street. And to which I say, if you're going to bring your dog, or you said four-legged critters, it could be whatever. If you're going to bring your dog to the parade, then you are required to march barefoot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I've never seen anybody do that, but that's yeah. the point. The point yeah. is, if you're going to make your dog walk on the hot pavement, then you got to do it too. Yep. I mean, we get people who bring their dogs along and they sit on the sidewalk, and I guess if you're in the shade, that's okay. And the south side of the street is the shady side, for the most part, where there's buildings and things like that. The other story, which I know, Annie, I ask every year, but I, I love to hear the story of parade number one. 
the one and remember the first two years it began at memorial park and went eastbound mm -hmm. and then it started getting big enough so big that we decided we need a bigger formation area so that's where jillson entered the equation and now we march west but you weren't in town for the no, first I parade while mom is getting this whole thing going i lived in atlanta and i didn't hear word one about this until i was sitting in the diner on the 5th of july and I'm reading the paper and talking to my friends, the waitress and the cook, and I opened the Atlanta Constitution Journal. I opened the front page to page two, and there's a story about Michael Jackson, and right next to it, there's a story about my mother, and I just kind of <laughs> blink and read it three times, and then I'm like, guys, my mother's in the paper. <laughs> You know, it here's, was here's my, really crazy. Here's my version of that story. That, of course, when your mom first came to us in 86, it was for the Memorial Day Parade. It was a couple of days before. And we heard the concept and we thought, this is crazy. But if you're going to do it, you need some time to explain the concept to people because this hasn't been done before. So we said, no, not enough time. Goodbye. She came back a week later and said, okay, you want more lead time? Let's do the 4th of July. Which, by the way, sidebar to that, I find that to be very important as a change because the celebratory nature of this parade is not appropriate for Memorial Day. Fourth of July, it's perfect. So that ended up being a coincidence, but it ended up being a good coincidence. So we had these massive organizational meetings, and the first one went 44 minutes, and they've been longer since that time. Included in those organizational meetings was an Associated Press writer who happened to be in town and got wind of it. She actually came to the meetings. She had an advanced story before the parade that ran worldwide on the Associated Press. Then she did a story on the parade that ran worldwide on the Associated Press. I got people calling me or writing me. Uh, back then, you didn't have email, but nonetheless, I got people who would send me stories from Florida, from Texas, from places like that about Willimantic, Connecticut's unusual parade. I have a copy in my office of a story from Prienso Libre, a newspaper in Guatemala, <laughs> which took that AP story and translated it to Spanish. They quoted me in Spanish, and it basically says, no music for the parade. This town had one anyway, and they went on to explain the story. So the, the way the thing went worldwide was amazing. But my connection to what you were just saying, Annie, was this, that in 2000, the Washington Post, including a guy who used to live in E.O. Smith grad, wrote a story about the parade, more about economic development than it was about the unusual parade. But it was a major story from the Washington Post, and the L.A. Times ran it. Two days after the parade, I got a call from Tammy Haddad, who's a Wyndham High grad, now living in Newport Beach, California. She came home from work on July 6th, and she opened the newspaper, L.A. Times, and she called me about 9.30 on July the 6th. She says, Wayno, I came home from work last night, opened the paper, and there you were. There were two pictures from the parade in 2000, and I was in one of them. So the, the parade has gotten amazing coverage, including the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Wayne, you know we're cool because of all the places the governor could be on the 4th of July, the governor is here as well as usually the lieutenant governor is usually as well as our congressional delegation. And it's not politics. It's just, 
you know what I say to the governor? Thanks for coming to Willimantic. He goes, I don't know what it is about Willimantic. There's something in the water that I just love it here. And you usually see him wandering around in Willie Brew afterwards with a pint of beer in his hand. You know, like, well, I remember what? last year when they had uh, he was down at uh, Jilson Square on the Shabu stage banging out some blues. That's right. <laughs> that, that was when they had the whole thing to raise money for Ukraine and so forth. And, and he was up there on the stage as well. I will break this news that he's not coming this year. Oh. That's first we've let that out. But, you know, the governor's got plans. He's got things to do. I don't know if he's going to a parade, if he's going out of state, whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah. But uh, he's been here three or four years in a row, and I'm really pleased to have him. One year, uh, he brought a sax player along, and they contacted me the day before the parade. They wanted the soundtrack. He was playing the sax awesome. along to the parade soundtrack. He was playing all the patriotic music, and he walked with the governor. I thought that was great. You know, it's 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 just kind of a, a funny thing that you come to Willimantic for the parade. I, I got a phone call from Congressman Courtney the other day. I went to voicemail telling me about a grant we got at the firehouse, and he chuckled and he goes, I'm going to see you at the boombox parade anyways. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just, that's, this is where you come. Hey, Chief, uh, will you be walking down Main Street Tuesday with your bride? I will. I will. Hey. You've you walked with her before, but not with a ring on her finger. That's right. She's very excited to uh, to be seen with a ring on her finger this year. Oh, that's, that's great. pretty good. Yes, yeah. uh, of course, the Willie Brew float is usually the showstopper in the event. But uh, Tara, which ones over the years have you seen that you've liked? Would do anything stand out in your mind? Um, Eastern always has a really nice float. The big University. boat, right? big boat. Yep, theirs is always great, and they put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, you know, I like the, I like unique ideas like the um, you know the soft women's softball league gives out uh, popsicles and I don't know how they have these things still frozen by the time the by the time it goes out but they give me one every year which so I certainly love that but um, and you know I I kind of really enjoy like the the father and his two daughters who decorated their bikes with a bunch of streamers and you know showed up at five of eleven and said can we go and I say of course you can. You know, it, that it's, it ranges from a giant, you know, old-fashioned boat from Eastern Connecticut State University to, you know, a dad and his two little ones pulling a, pulling a, a wagon or something. It's, 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 that's just, those are my favorites. That's great. Annie, what about you? Um, well, I want to say that this year may be my favorite um, because the library is doing something. And we don't always do something. Um, and on Saturday... We are inviting the kids to come to craft time like we usually do on Saturdays, but we're going to be making posters for them to carry. Um, and so they can make their poster on Saturday and then come join us on Tuesday. And if anybody else looks lost, they're welcome to come join our, our contingent. We're, we're not sure if we're going to have our book bike in the parade or not yet. It was still working on a volunteer to ride it um so we'll we'll figure that out um, i like that charlie what about you i don't think they were there last year but general washington where he's <laughs> propped up in the boat i love those guys <laughs> crossing the delaware yeah i love yeah. those guys and chief of course fire trucks there's gonna be lots and lots of fire trucks <laughs> <laughs> but of course that's what you do <laughs> yeah right. all right and, and who knows what the grand marshal's gonna do he'll come up with something i'm sure it'll be a fun i i will just simply say that uh, it will be Timely. Timely, as far as I'm going to go on that. Also, don't forget that we'll have the co-Cupids this year, too. Angelo from Tony's Pizza and uh, Sue Collins as well. We're looking forward to seeing them in the parade. Folks, I appreciate you visiting today to preview a big event here in the town of Willimantic, our 38th Boombox Parade. Annie Clark, 
Tara Calixto, Charlie O'Brien, and Fire Chief Mark Scrivener. We'll see you on the 4th. All right. Thank you. 14 Thank you. WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.